Welcome to Straight from the Horse's Mouth, where we cut the BS and give you the truth all about sports. Once again, I'm Bryce, Odin host with Bryce Davis. What's good? So, obviously, we just found out that Zach Levine on your Chicago Bulls yeah. um, is electing in, consult- in consultation with um, Clutch Sports Group, a.k.a. Rich Paul and the crew, yeah. uh, has elected to undergo season-ending surgery on his right foot, right? So, before we get to that, I'm in a comment section on this. Okay. And uh, somebody said, could he still be traded still, or would they have to wait? Somebody said, I think, he's, I think he can still. Somebody put, I believe you're not allowed to trade injured players. Somebody said, Steven Adams just got traded. Injured players can definitely be traded. Somebody said, uh, bro, KD was traded to Brooklyn when he was injured. Do research before speaking unless that has changed since then. I don't know. Don't quote me on it, but I'm calling BS on your end. Said, bro, been playing my league a little too much. He said, I believe. I wasn't sure. My bro, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> Hit that 50 cent. Yeah, what he say F me for? Yeah. What you coming at me for? He, he said, nigga, I said, I believe. He I said, believe. I didn't say I was certain. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> my bad. <Yeah. laughs> they cooked that nigga quick. <laughs> It had to be Bulls fans, bro. It had to be Bulls fans. It was like, no, we want him gone. I don't care he's injured. Get him out of here. <laughs> okay, so you you being because that that's new. That that, that's that new. just that's, that's that just, just happened. Yeah. So with, with you being a Bulls fan, what do you want to see happen with this team? Honestly, right? I I'm okay with a rebuild. With a soft rebuild, right? 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 Like the guys who we brought in and who we paid haven't worked. Unfortunately, I think we're gonna have to be as a Bulls fan. I have to be okay with losing some guys. Like, there's no way Zach Levine moves without either a pick or a player going with him. Um, and I'm I'm okay with that. Uh, I'm okay. I'm okay with Demar Derozan getting moved. Um, Alex Caruso. I I'd like to keep him, but I can see him getting moved as, or being added to a trade piece to get somebody else to go. I'm okay with that. But I'm I'm done with with retreading this. We had a nice little run when they all first got here. Guys got hurt, and, you, and we and emphasize Lil, Lil, emphasize Lil, Lil run. Lil. Not even the TLE, just Lil, Lil, Lil run. That was it. It hasn't worked since. Lonzo's been injured. Um, I think we're all coming to terms with Zach Levine isn't the player we thought he could be. Um, and Deronda Rosen's Darmar Rosen. It's good, cool second, third best player, but he's not gonna lead you to nothing. So Demar Derozan is an unrestricted free agent this, this after the season. Okay. Um, Zach Levine, uh, who signed a five-year, twenty fifteen million contract with the Bulls, um, becomes unrestricted free agent in twenty twenty-seven. Um, and twenty and this year he will earn a base salary of forty million, while carrying a cap hit of forty million and a dead cap value of forty million. Um, Vucevic is unrestricted free agent in twenty twenty-six because he signed a three million, uh, yeah. six million dollar contract. Um. It's funny. It's weird when you see these teams make these contracts and they sign these players who have names, but it's just like it's crazy how because one I didn't realize that Lonzo Ball was the glue that made it all was the was the was the weaver of this web. Yeah. One dump one. And this thing just doesn't make sense. Right? It's like taking a it's like taking just tip like from NSYNC and you look at it and go, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Nathan, like, uh, nah, good. Like, it's like you go to concerts, like, such a such singer tonight. Nah, I got a new singer. Uh, I'll pass. I'm good. Yeah. You know, it's like Earth, Wind, and Fire. Maurice ain't singing. I mean, he's died. He rest his soul. Maurice ain't there. Mm. Is it Earth, Wind, and Fire? Not really. Or is it Earth, Wind, and some Flint? 
<laughs> Earth, wind, and starter. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like Earth, wind, and spark. Like what fire is it? Like, right, is, it a, is it a forest fire or yeah, is it about a candle fire? Right, because right? it was the sun. He was there, you know. Yeah, very, you know, yeah, it was a little, little you know, roast marshmallows. Not the same. <laughs> it's not the same. I didn't realize how important he was, bro. And you really saw this team essentially fall apart. Yeah. Um, because the pieces didn't fit anymore. They don't fit. Yeah. Um, you got a. A wing who's a mid-range god, essentially, in DeMar DeRozan, but really doesn't do anything else. Right. Right, guys. Zach Levine's nothing but a scorer, but outside of that, doesn't really do anything. Playmaking for real. Both those guys really don't play make for real. No. You have Vucevic, who's not really a good defender, can't right. really defend anything, to be honest with you. Good on the offensive end. Yeah, but not a good defender. Right. Um, Patrick Williams, our other wing, who's a good defender, but needs a playmaker. And kind of declined, and really, since his rookie, yeah. rookie season. Um, so you just got a bunch of mismatches. I know Andre Drummond is probably most likely going to get it traded, especially to the Thunder. Makes sense for them to name yeah. some size. Um, but it sounds like he's definitely going to get traded. I would assume Demar will too, just because yeah. maybe a team feel like him, yeah. maybe a team feel like he can help them. First of all, any team out there, don't sign Demar Derozan unless you feel like he can help you win a championship this year. Exactly. Yep. Don't sign him like I will get him under the umbrella. So. Teams like Phoenix, you should go for them. Exactly. I was I was thinking that exact thing. Phoenix, I think they should want DeMar DeRozan. Yeah. Um, I think the Lakers should try. I said the Lakers, I think. I think the Knicks, be honest with you. Knicks. Especially with Randall getting hurt Maybe more often. But your team is a center, really. We know apparently the Mavericks are thinking about going for Dorian Finney-Smith. I heard that. I saw that. I said, so we gave up on. <laughs> to get him back? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But we do need a, uh, I would not mind another. Big, I, yeah. w- I would definitely not mind another big for sure. Um, but your team is just weird. Y'all, y'all been the Bulls to me have been in no man's land since Derrick Rose got hurt. Pretty much, pretty much. And it's weird because you guys are no man's land before you got there. Yep. No disrespect to Kirk Heinrich and Ben Gordon. Yeah, nah. In that era, Lou Aldang and all that. But nah, once nah. Derrick Rose got there, there was some direction. Yeah. Uh, we we didn't really try to do anything around Jimmy Butler. Like as soon as Derrick Rose left, it was kind of like Jimmy took over. Yeah, yeah but bro, Palin, right? Yeah, we, uh, he had a resurgence, didn't he? With y'all? He did. He yeah. did. Yeah, but we didn't really go anywhere with Jimmy. Mm-hmm. We ended up trading him. Well, LeBron, man, he did help. You know, it, well, I mean, LeBron did that to everybody. Yeah, we were a playoff team, but we just couldn't beat LeBron, which is fine. But then LeBron leaves, and we still couldn't really put anything together. Um. Except we traded for Zach Levine. We're hoping he turns into something. He almost did, but then it, it slowly dawned on everybody that, oh, he's not really a number one star mm-hmm. we can rely on. Mm-hmm. And we just haven't, that, that's really what the Bulls have been missing. Um, I, don't, I didn't mind the team that we had, right? Like you said, Lonzo's there. Maybe this team does more. Mm-hmm. But that's a, you know, if, if, if Wish and Buds, Candy's nuts in the such like that, <laughs> you know. What? Like, what? If wishes, you know. <laughs> I never heard it. Wishes butts, candies, and nuts. It, it goes longer, but it's like at, at the end of the day. Well, I thought it was some Timmy Turner shit. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day, there's things that you wish could have happened, right? Right. Didn't right. happen, so you got to live in the reality. I mean, reality it, is, when Lonzo went down, we didn't make any moves to replace what he does, right? And that's what killed the team. Right. We were always hoping he would come back. He didn't, mm-hmm. and and. Kind of like the Jets, which we'll get on to. Sometimes when you lose a piece, you just got to replace it. Yeah. At the end of the day, you just got to replace it. Adequately. Adequately. Not, yeah. Like, 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 like don't, like, don't yeah. duct tape it. Don't duct tape it. Fill that position. Yeah. With a good role. Yeah. Don't, 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 don't wish. Get, get what you need. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, obviously next week, it's the Super Bowl. Yep. Um, your Kansas City Chiefs will face off against the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers in a rematch, rematch. from a couple years ago. 
Um, obviously, two vastly different teams when we first lost out them. Obviously, Jimmy Garoppolo was a starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers then. Now it's Brock Purdy. Yep. Um, that defense was different then. Yes. Uh, Fred Warner was just in the league when he. Yeah, he first. I'm not. This this is how new they were when they went. I know really. I really didn't know who the hell Debo Sammy really was, bro, until like the playoff run. I was like, who, who is this? Who yeah, is this dude? Facts. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that that was different. Um, you guys weren't defending Super Bowl champions then. You no. had Tyree Hill on the team yeah. then. Uh, so like, just you guys were more offensive heavy. You know, now they were more defensive heavy, yeah. and you can make an argument that you got the roles are flopped. A flop. little bit. Yeah. Like for, 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 they got a good defense, right? Top yeah. five, you guys are top five, but you guys are definitely more dependent on your defense to make plays, and they're definitely more dependent on their offense to get going often and quicker. Yeah. Um. So, what are your thoughts on the Super? Bowl? How do you see it kind of playing out? Um. So I I see, it was talked about earlier, but I actually I actually kind of see a sprint a little bit on both sides. I think I do think. I think Kyle Shanahan's learned his lesson a little bit. He knows, like, hey, like the Chiefs are gonna, they're gonna come out a little fast, maybe, um, and I gotta come out just as fast. I cannot have any type of early three and outs. Like, whatever happened these past two weeks, I don't want that. My first, my first, um, uh, my my script for that first drive, I need to get a touchdown. I don't want to field goal. I want a touchdown. I want to keep keep up with the Chiefs because I've we, we've seen it this year. If the Chiefs get in a sprint. You can beat them a little bit. Mm-hmm. They might make mistakes. Now, I haven't made that over this playoff. That's because they've kind of been in the driver's seat for most of the games. Yeah, true, true, true. Um, but maybe if we have the driver's seat, maybe they make the mistake again. Um, for the Chiefs, I think it is just about kind of playing how they've been playing all playoffs. Smart, kind of boring football, unfortunately. That's what's winning Bo- them games. boring as hell. I'm so mad, bro. It's, it's smart, hey, boring How do you make football. Patrick Mahomes boring? Because his receivers can't really catch. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, no, them niggas been catching now. I don't know. They've been catching now. I don't know. Now, when I needed them to catch, (laughs) when I had them in fantasy football, these niggas couldn't catch catch a cold in the winter. You know what I'm saying? With no jacket on, no clothes. Buck naked. Buck naked. (laughs) Antarctica. No cough. Now, everything, they can't drop shit. Yeah, it got sticky hands. Yeah, bro. What the heck, bro? Uh,. I I so who do you think will win? What's your who you think? I'm win? I'm going for the Chiefs. Right. Well, yeah, I, that's your team. My yeah, team. I'm pulling for the Chiefs to win. I I can realistically see a situation if the Chiefs really do come out, score some points, and the defense just plays shut out. Mm-hmm. It's over for the 49ers. I don't see them making a comeback against this defense. Uh, so considering you got you are the resident Chief fan. Um, I will be actively uh, praying you guys' downfall. I do not want. I, w- the Chiefs I would to not win have the, it any other way. I do not want the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. I want. I don't want them to go back to back. I want the San Francisco 49ers to win um, for a couple of reasons. Um, one, you know, I think it's. I just think it's time that Kyle Shanahan gets his. Yeah, yeah that would be nice. You know, um, and I think there's a. I think there are some differences in this run than his previous two. Yes. Right. Um, that Atlanta squad, when he was offensive coordinator, that first run with the 49ers, for the most part, like you said, they've been like the Chiefs in this one. They've yeah. been in the driver's seat, right? Um, I think that these last two games have actually been good for the 49ers. Brock Purdy has been forced to be in spots where he needed to make plays, and yep. he did. The fact that he was just saying, F it, I'm going to run. Yeah. I'm going to make some happen. I don't give a damn. Nobody open? Oh, well. Got to go. I'm gone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, and I think that that'll help the 49ers to know that, okay, 
we got a guy just like y'all guy. Yeah. Like, like we got a guy who is willing to make a play. Yes. He's not gonna just, uh, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, like I don't know what to do. Like he, people, people criticize him for that that throw he made to Jawan Jennings or that throw he made to um, Brandon Ayuk that bounced off the face mask of the Detroit Lions defender. You know why I'm not mad at that? Yeah. It's because he tried. Yeah. He said, "All right, f it. I'm they, the defenders for the Detroit about to close in on me. My my wide receiver's right there. He he get paid too. Yep. Hey, bruh, her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, sometimes you gotta make. Hey, hurt, bruh, her. Go out, go, go catch that damn ball and win it. Went up and one hand that hole got yeah. the first down. Hey, Brandon, are you go get it, dog? Sorry, her. That's what I got for you. Hey, that's all I got, bruh. <laughs> go, hey, keep keep, keep track keep, keep track of it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like." I respect that. Yeah, Instead no. of just holding it, holding it, holding it like yeah, Lamar was yeah. doing. Holding it, holding it, holding hold it. it. What yeah. you holding it for? Throw it. Can't, you know what I'm saying? Throw it or run it. One of the two. It's like a condom in a wallet. Nigga, go, use it, nigga. Right. Or throw it away. Facts. Don't just hold it. Don't just hold on to it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's no use it's in no your use hands. In, no use in it. No, no, it can't get used that way. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you know? It's like, it's like you know, so to me. Yeah, the, I, I don't mind that. I think if you're Kyle Shanahan, you allow it, but you do make sure like, hey, just protect it at least. That's the, that's the only thing we don't need. Yeah, don't make no. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. The only th- don't I, wild out with it. Don't wild out with it. Protect it, but keep trying to make plays. As long as you're doing that, you're helping us win. That's the only thing that the 49ers should avoid is just absolute turnovers. Because th- those do hurt you. Yeah. So if, as long as you keep those turnovers down and they're not like, why did you make that throw type turnover and not just the defender made a play? Because t- those are different. Yeah. I, I do weigh turnovers differently. When the defender makes a play, that's nothing you can do. He was just going, he was going to get it. Yeah. When you just like, like like a strip sack or something exactly, like that, yeah. exactly. There's nothing you could do about that. It is what it is. But a turnover where it's like, why'd you make that throw? Don't do that. Don't make the dumb throw. But make the make the make the educated gamble. That's all we want. There are two matches I'm I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to see how the 49ers will defend uh, Travis Kelsey because Detroit had no answer for him. Yeah. And I'm also curious to see where Chris Jones lines up. I because I normally doesn't he like to line up on the right hand side? Okay. of the defense. Okay, okay. or no, the left hand side. Right, which the is where side. which is where Trent Williams, Trent Williams will be. Is, yes. So I'm curious if he'll remain that way because if he does, then I think Trent Williams is good enough to neutralize Chris Jones. Yeah. Um. So I'm curious if that matchup of Lord will he go to the other side? Um. I'm curious to see what what this running game does against because I think you guys can run on. Uh, yeah. I think at least get to the second level. I, I, I'm, I'm interested in both running games actually. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm interested to see how committed San Francisco will be to using Christian McCaffrey because mm-hmm. um, he's one of their best offensive weapons. Yep. Um, and I'm curious, and I want to see what, how the Chiefs use Isaiah Pacheco. I think both these running games should be effective today or, or on on the, at the Super Bowl. But it all depends on how committed you are to doing it. Like you got to stay committed to it. You can't be like the Ravens and just abandon a run. Abandon it. Or the Eagles. Yeah. God. I'm just still pissed off all those DeAndre Swift fantasy points that were just left on the table. <laughs> I'm just upset about fantasy in general, bro. Yeah, fantasy did not go I, well for I got screwed, bro. It's like they knew you picked their players. Like, yeah, hey, whatever he wants to do, we're not going to yeah. do it. The script, like, I, you know, like, like I mean, you know, I, I meant to request a script from the NFL earlier when I didn't, you yeah. know, but I got, you know, caught up in other stuff. But next year, I'm going to definitely get the script ahead of time. Yeah. The way I kind of know, all right, you pick know. Pick this player, not pick this, this player. Pick this player, you know what I'm saying? Um, the McCaffrey thing is interesting um, because, so he had 16 carries for 60 yards and scored one touchdown. Uh, well, I'm sorry. I'm trying to, hold on, hold on. I'm trying to get his, I'm, Ignore what I just did. I'm trying to get his stats versus uh, versus the Detroit. Yeah, because I believe he did not. Um, 
I believe he did not go crazy uh, against Detroit. Like, I don't think he – like, I think they kind of held – because I mean, Detroit's a run-first yes, defense anyway. Because um, I want to see what his yards per carry was in that game. Uh, so, he averaged 4.5 yards a carry okay. against Detroit. Against Green Bay, 5.8, right? 4.5 would have been – Outside of earlier in the season, outside of that little stretch um, between September 21st against the Giants and October 29th against Cincinnati, after that, he was 5.9. He had 3.7 against Tampa, 6, 5.5, 9.1, 6.7, 7.4, 4.6, 5.8, 4.5, right? Uh, 4.5 would be 1, 2, 3, 4, like his fifth lowest total mm. yard per carry of the season. Um, so he. 20 attempts, 90 yards, two touchdowns, four receptions against the Lions. So they kind of held him in check. I feel like they held him in check. Yeah. I personally feel like they held him in check. Held he check. had that break, yeah. big run, or whatever. But I feel like for the most part, they held him in check. So I'm curious. But they run defenses. They're built on that. Yeah. Um, Teams aren't. Yeah. So I'm just I'm curious how you guys will you know defend him. But specifically, I'm still curious on how you guys will handle uh, Kelsey and that match between Chris Jones yeah. and uh, Trent Williams. I'm moving that from that though. So an article got released um, via the Athletic, uh, talking about what went wrong this season for the New York Jets. Um, obviously, the New York Jets had high hopes going into this season. They got Aaron Rodgers uh, from the Green Bay Packers. You know, got traded there. They had the fourth best decent defense from last year coming into this yeah. season. Yeah. Um, so it was a lot of hype about what the Jets were going to do. Um, at least make the playoffs. Maybe we're going to run the Super Bowl, right? We see Aaron Rodgers coming out of MetLife Stadium. Got the American flag, uh, yeah. September 11th, and four plays in, and he's done. Yep. Right. And then after that, and it was just the Titanic for the rest of the season, just trying to get to the end of the season. Pretty much. Pretty. Let's much. just escape unscathed yeah, as possible. Whatever 2023, 2024 was, they want to, you know, Men in Black erase. That. Exactly. <laughs> so, reading the story. What you kind of got was a team that essentially put all their cards in on one player. And sort of like Lonzo Ball with the Chicago Bulls. Facts. Right? Once Aaron Rodgers went down, everybody was left scrambling. Yep. And, you know, Rob Asala, who kind of let Nathaniel Heck and Aaron Rodgers kind of do the offense, which you should never do as a head coach. You're supposed to coach the entire team. Yep. But Rob Asala, as a defensive-minded head coach, the defensive-minded coaches seem to do that a lot. So once Aaron Rodgers went down – Nathaniel Hackett, who's as we saw in Denver, who not a great, outs, outside of Aaron Rodgers, really not ain't a all great that coach. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's he's great at coaching Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, um, but outside of that, not really anybody else, right? And as we saw, Aaron Rodgers was kind of taking a lot of the reins, changing plays and practice and all kind of stuff, and kind of just doing what he's doing. He's almost like Aaron Rodgers is like assistant. Yeah, you fast. know, you make a playbook, but I choose what we're gonna run. Exactly. Um, so. That happened, right? Then we talk about the whole Zach Wilson situation, yeah. right? And, and how he essentially was supposed to red shirt this season. And then once Aaron Rodgers got, you know, in there, they kind of thrusted him in there. And it didn't work. And he ended up getting benched. And then That's apparently, according to the article, was told, yeah. was told after that benching, he would not play for the rest of the season. Yep. And we'll be, they would be looking to trade him in the offseason. So at that point, when you're a quarterback, Mentally, you're done. I'm, checked out. I'm shutting it down. Yeah. Now he now Zach Wilson better than me. 
Because I would have got my agent. I would have told my agent, hey, this what just told me. And I would have told my agent to tell them with that with that porous offensive line and which I just did, my he ain't going back out there. Yeah. To hell. He can't get – he already, yeah, already tainted him anyway. Deactivate him. Yeah. Yeah. Deactivate him. Yeah. I don't want him on the active roster anymore. Yeah. Uh, he good. Send bro home, whatever. He not playing. He would never play for the New York Jets again. Yeah. Like, sometimes you got to take control of your own career. Yeah. If, 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 if I'm Zach Wilson's agent, I'm, I'm requesting that. Yeah, don't put him back out. He's there. done. We're He's done. done. We're He's done. done. Don't worry about. Don't worry. Send him home. And then uh, to find out that Zach Wilson probably also felt like and got I ghosted. He got ghosted by Aaron Rodgers essentially, right? Yeah. He's he was expecting to have almost unlimited, not unlimited access, but sort of a I lot. Pick his brain a little. Yeah, a lot of access to Aaron Rodgers, like yeah. almost like some. I should be able to text you in the middle of the night type shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think the fact that he didn't get that that definitely made him check out because he yeah. thought, okay. Yeah, if everybody don't like me, that's cool. But if Aaron, if Aaron has my back, if that's my quote unquote yeah, big brother, if, I'm good. Yeah, if he's in the quarterback room and I can learn from him in the quarterback room, I've got a better shot at this being a quarterback in the NFL. Me, but I think it's even deeper than that. Like, like, was, like well, he got my back. Like I can, like, like I can, like, hey man, I'm struggling. Like, like, like I need, like I need you. True. Like, I just need you there. I just I need, like sometimes I remember just um uh, watching uh I think I don't know if it was a football life I forgot what it was I forgot or, or maybe it was they was chronicling the 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 I think it was a football life mm. right and I think they was doing a football life on Troy Aikman okay and it was talking about uh Troy Aikman how he was post Jimmy Johnson with Barry Switzer and how Jimmy Johnson was kind of like the hard ass and he was kind of like the the good cop yeah, you know yeah. and then um how you know. When Barry Switzer, it was like because the Cowboys and the team in the 90s was kind of wilding. Yeah. So and Barry Switzer, you know, the college football coach, kind of like yeah. you know, but kind of like Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. College football coach as well. Just Jimmy Johnson was different. Yeah. So, but he kind of let he was, he he, he kind of let the rain like the players be a little bit more free or whatever. And Craigman was saying like, Michael, he was telling Mike Irvin one time, Mike Irvin was hurt. He was hurt. And but Troy told him like, yo, I just need you out there, bro. Like it's a lot going on, bro. I just I just need you just somewhere. Right. Yeah, you hurt, but I just need you out on the side. I just need you out there. I need to be able to see you. And okay, cool. And I think that's what Zach Wilson like. I just, bro, I just need to be able to hear you text something, right? So I can know I like I ain't. It ain't just me in the foxhole by myself. Right. I think Zach Wilson felt alienated from the team. I think he felt alone. I don't think he felt like anybody had his back. Remember, most of his weapons were Aaron, yeah, Alan Lazard. That's Aaron Rodgers' guy, True. right? You got uh, Randall Cobb. That's Aaron Rodgers' guy, right? Yeah, you got Brees Hall, but he focuses on he focuses on his own thing. He's trying to get back with you know with his knee and everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You got Garrett Wilson, but shit, he temperamental. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Obviously, the defense pissed off at everybody on the offense, and they ain't trying to hear. Listen, they ain't trying to look at your ass. And they are. They probably don't like you anyway. Right. You know. So when you're a quarterback going through all of that, yeah, I'm good. And then the whole Robert Sala thing, um, kind of this article kind of made me question him as a head coach. It did, yeah. Um, and again, this happens with defense. It happens with coordinators a lot. Yeah, where they don't get it, like they don't they don't get it. Yeah, what 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 being a head coach? Yeah, yeah. Like I got to coach everybody on this team. Yeah. yeah, like I am a defensive coordinator. Yes, I hang my hat on defense. Mm-hmm. But they are struggling over there. Yeah. I need to figure out. I need to be in their meetings, in their rooms, and figure out how we fix this. Right. I need to talk with the I need to talk with the linebacker, the lineman coach, the quarterback coach, the receivers coach, the running back coach. We gotta get on the same page here in this side of the ball. 
and because it can't be like when you're the head coach, there's no such thing as well. I did my part. No. Like okay, yeah, because in his mind, like, but my defense is good. Okay, good, cool. What offense is it? You good, but you're the head coach. Yeah. Your your offense. If you were the this DC, is, is still, you would you would get it. You would get a great. Good yeah. job. It's still your offense. Yeah. You're the head coach. You, you brought these people in. Exactly. Here. This is they're yours too. Yeah. This is on your head. It goes on yeah. your record. Yeah. Nobody gonna be like, yo, the thing with Hackett win. You know, they lost yeah, no. one seven wins with the J. No, nigga, that's that goes on your record, yeah. bro. You brought him in. Yeah. So you know, and then you know he. And I hate the fact that he scapegoated and played victim a little bit. Yeah. You know, because apparently he he did some research on, like, some of these other quarterbacks when all these other coaches where they don't have their um, premier quarterbacks and what their records were. And he kind of used it as, like, a crunch. Like, oh, woe is me. Okay. And and and, and, the, and that permeated through, the, I think. The you know? worst part is, though, is you can't make that excuse this year, though. Yeah. A lot of teams lost their starting quarterback. A lot of teams. And still played decently. A lot. Of Steelers. The Steelers. Browns. Browns made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Both of those teams made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry that excuse doesn't fly. Not flying. It nope. doesn't fly this year, bro. Other teams lost their starting quarterbacks and made it work. Yeah. So miss me with that. Exactly. The Colts were like really close. Yeah, the Colts were close. They could have made it. Yeah. With Gardner Minshew. Mm-hmm. So miss me with that. Yeah. Miss me with that. They did I think they did a piss poor job of just analyzing. I think he did a piss poor job of planning. Yeah. I think that when you're the head coach, you need to make sure you have a complete pulse on the entire team. You need yeah. to know you need to have control at all times, yes. right? You, you, even it, who, even if you trust your offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. I'm still the head coach. Yeah. I need to make sure like if I see stuff that's just going wrong, why is Zach so bad, Nathaniel? Mm-hmm. What are we doing? Right. Why aren't we using Brees Hall more? Mm-hmm. What are we doing? We got Dalvin Cook in the building. What are we doing? Yeah. Like, or, you know, and then also you got to get this offensive line together. Yeah. You're not, apparently, you're not convincing me that you, like, there's no way you saw this offensive line in the summer, which we knew they was bad. We, we yeah. was hearing about it prior to the season start. No way you saw the offensive line was like, this would be enough to get us to a season. There's no way you saw that. No. Something needs to be done. Um, so I'm curious what's going to happen next year. Yeah. I'm, I'm very interested to see what's going to happen with the Jets next year. Well, because, uh, like, you, I think a lot of people have come to the, the conclusion that even with Aaron Rodgers back there, it's still a tough season, no matter what. Mm-hmm. There's like the expectations you had, I get that, but looking at how the season played out, it was still going to be a tough season. Well, think about it; they won seven games without him. Yeah. So you think, okay, maybe I think they make the playoffs. But I think I think Aaron Rodgers can get you three more wins, yeah, yeah, ten wins. I, I, I think they can get into the teens. Yeah. But it's not going to be easy. It's no. not going to look pretty. No. And. I don't see them even now. Like the Chiefs, I still think the Chiefs can get them. Mm-hmm. If you had to play the Chiefs, if you had to play the Bills, the Bills get you. Mm-hmm. What team you can maybe beat is the Dolphins. Maybe. Texans? Yeah, maybe the I don't know. Nah, Texas was rolling. They're still up and coming. Up and coming, but Texas? Texas was rolling. That's not like, that's not like a train. It did. Yeah. You know, There's no train tracks out here, is it? I don't think so. I don't think so either. <laughs> is it? I don't. That's not like a train, that though. That like a train. <laughs> But yeah, like I don't, I don't know, right? A lot of teams just played above their level, and I don't know if getting to the playoffs. But looking at how y'all looked, I don't know if that was gonna get you out of a wild card game. Mm-hmm. Uh, transitioning from that to uh, NBA, yep. Um, a lot of talk this week about the NBA sixty-five game. Um, yeah, the sixty-five game rule for the NBA awards. Yeah, be any, any NBA. Yeah, awards, yeah, we have a po- NBA postseason awards, all that kind of stuff. Um, MVP, 
all defensive team, all NBA, all that kind of defensive player of the year, all, all that kind of crap. Um, you have to play at least minimum 65 games. And remember, this is agreed upon by the owners. By owners. And players. And the players. This is not some stuff that they just got called people out, out, out of the blue. New. Everyone knew. Everyone this. knew. And signed off on it, right? Um, so, Joel Embiid yep. got hurt this week. Got hurt playing against Golden State. Um, in fact, I got it right here um, that Joel Embiid was diagnosed with a displaced flap of the meniscus and is considering surgery. Yep. Um, and right now, he was the reigning NBA MVP and was probably set to, at this point, yeah, on pace to repeat as the MVP. And it had the Sixers looking like a legitimate contender. Title contender. Which, I mean, they, technically, they've been, they've been that they way just for flamed a out. But they were close by Doc. Yeah. They, I mean, I'm sorry, Glenn. <laughs> um, and uh, it says a displaced flap. Remember, I had a meniscus tear. Yes. I had a large bucket tandem, uh, which is the worst version. He didn't have that. He has uh, a displaced flap. But I'm also not seven feet, 300-something yeah. pounds. But, but a displaced flap is considered to be a type of tear of the meniscus, according to orthopedic knee specialist. And B, his doctors in the same series are continuing to discuss whether the best course of action is to rest and rehab the injury or to undergo a procedure that would require him to miss extended time. Um, so, obviously, he's most likely not going to be eligible for the MVP award. No. No. Um, Tyrese Halliburton came out and spoke about it. It was a stupid rule because this because because of his injury, he's more like not going to be eligible to make uh, a first, second, or third. Yeah, which going to cost him forty million dollars. It's yep. a lot of bread. It's a lot of that's bread. Lot. Not a millionaire, but damn, forty million, forty million. Now. That's forty million. That's nigga. I don't, I don't care if I was a billionaire. Forty million, forty million. Give me, my, give me my forty million. Yeah, run damn me it. that. Run me immediately too. <laughs> um, I got two questions for you. Okay, one. Do you think do you like do you still like the rule knowing how it's going to affect players, and two do you like the unintended consequence of of it possibly because it's possibility and seventy sixers management believes that the only reason why he even played against the Warriors was because of the outside noise, and that could possibly cost them their season. I mean, I still I still do like the rule. At the end of the day, we had. Unfortunately, there was a, a, an extended period of time in the NBA where too many of the stars were missing games. And that does – it was it was getting louder. It wasn't getting any quieter. Too many stars were missing games. Too many guys were taken off and still getting awards. Now, for injury-prone prone players, that does suck. Um, but, like you said, the NFLPA signed off on this. So most players agreed that this is probably the best course of action to quiet the noise. Um, I still think it could be reviewed going forward, but I wouldn't change the amount of games. I would maybe maybe make a stipulation on okay, yeah, these are legitimate injuries, and we can everyone can vouch for that. And you're not just load managing, then yeah, that's fine. So let me tell you why I'm conflicted. Yeah, and I've mentioned this before. People always bring up, well, you know, the, the the guys before you, they played in this many games, they played in that many games, blah, 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 blah. So Michael Jordan, right, Michael, Michael Jordan, career NBA games, 1,072. College games, 101, right? Uh, I'm trying to find how many uh, high school games he played. Um, I'm, I'm trying to see how many high school games he played. It's looking like, mm, let me see, one, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Uh, let's just round it. Let's just say 40-some high school games, right? 
the difference between um uh, let's say sixty high school games. Twenty games twenty games per season. Juniors uh the difference between uh all of that, right? The difference between so that's one one thousand seventy two, right? Plus one I keep trying to I hit my calculator. One thousand seventy two, right, plus one and one plus sixty is about 1,233 games, right? Yeah. A lot of guys between high school basketball, amateur basketball, you know, like right. AAU basketball, peewee basketball, basketball college if, basketball. If, if, you, if you're a really good talent, you'll play the under-18 league. Yeah. USA basketball. A lot of these guys amass a lot of mileage on their bodies by the time they get to the league. I'll say this point and say the time again. The difference between players – the mileage they have in their bodies back in the day compared to now is night and day. That's true. Guys, like, Michael Jordan essentially only played 160-something games. Let's round up to 160. Yeah. Played about 160 games going into college. Right. If we count strictly high school and strictly uh, college. I mean, going into NBA. Right. 160. That's it. That's it. Most guys have probably played 160 games at the bare in minimum, by the time, huh? I say in about two years. Nah, 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 hell nah. So? nah All nah, the AU games, nah, nah, st- hell nah. But like, I'm just, but between the you between, let's just say you start playing basketball at eight years old, right? Between eight years old and maybe your sophomore year or freshman year of high school, most guys would have massed about 160 games, right? So you factor in everything else I mentioned, then it's not even close. So people, I think people forget that. Right, so that's why a lot of these guys, their bodies are breaking down because that's that's a lot of basketball. That's true, you know. Um, but I I think the counter would be that you as the parent or coach need to understand that there's a career that they might have post this. How do you know that though? You don't know that without that stuff. I can't. He, my son got get recruited. He got to got to play AU basketball. Got to. Everybody can't be Otto Porter playing in the middle of Scott County, Missouri. True. You know what I'm saying? We, we you know he just happened to you know people he lit it up. Went to Georgetown. Like everybody, most people got to go in the AAU circuit to get a scholarship. You know what I mean? That's how my brother got a scholarship. AAU True. circuit. He, he, he got popped. He got scouted playing AAU than he did playing at uh, high school. Right? So, and you want to be able to play the high-level competition. You want to be able to keep up knowing, True. like, all right, I'm kind of kind of the barometer of, like, the pulse of how players really are. True. You got to leave your area. You got to play guys. You know, we're from Missouri. So you got to play guys from Texas, yeah, California, good. New York. Chicago, Detroit, but at the, Florida. Again, at the same time, if you want to make this a long career, you gotta take breaks. You have to. I don't think that's realistic in this day and I don't. I don't. I don't think that's realistic in this day and age. I just don't. I don't. Especially because when you're younger, it's it's not hitting you then. So it's you're true. so you're so you're telling a person who's feeling fine. Yeah. Like to to think. I'm, I'm not, Ten I'm, years. I, I, I hope I'm, if I make not, the lead. If no, 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 I see, make the lead, I'm, I'm not telling the, the player. If I that. make the lead, I'm telling the people around the player that mm-hmm. that's their responsibility. I don't hold the the teenager accountable for that. Right. I'm holding the people around you accountable. If you truly think they've got that opportunity, you're redlining them early. How early though? Well, you said if if we're doing the AAU circuits year in and year out, mm-hmm. you're redlining. You gotta take a break somewhere in there. Where would you take a break? At? I mean, like when? Like, cause, do, are you? Would you? Would you start AAU later? And yeah. you just have them play. All right, you gonna play? 
you gonna you we you gonna play on your local middle school team and then that's it. And then we get to high school, no, that's, and they will consider it and like by your sophomore no, no, year. So I'm, I'm saying let's let, let's say we start the AAU circuit early. Mm-hmm. Get you noticed. Middle school, we might take a break because we need we need to get you into a, a, a healthier state before you get to high school. Mm-hmm. High school, we can go back into AAU, but we've got to take a break somewhere. Gotcha. We have to take a break somewhere, mm-hmm. and, I, and again, I'm not. I don't think the players should think about the people around the player have to think about that because, mm-hmm. like I said, at some point the mileage does does carry out. But the NBA doesn't care about that. They don't. They don't. I, and I, I don't. The NBA shouldn't have to care about that. You you wanted to be here. You're here. If your body breaks down, that's on you. That's fair. I agree with that. I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, I do. But I'm just saying. I'm just getting yeah. a perspective because I, I I think a lot of people just forget that. I see a lot of analysts, but they bring up the old school. It's like it's just different. It's just different. It's not the same. Different basketball culture than it's it was true. back then, right? You just pretty. You had your local hoops and you had black top hoops. And that's it. Yeah. The part. That's it. Um. But I, all that being said, I still like the rule. Yeah. Right. Like, this separates the men from the boys. It does. It's sort of like survival of the jungle. Right. Some of these species went extinct because they couldn't hang. Yeah. You know, Apex. You were meant to get eat. You were. You weren't meant to make it past this point. Yeah. That's it. I'm sorry. You, you, your your build. It's done. It's done. Like you. It's like so. It, it's, I'm just keeping it real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like NBA players aren't panda bears. Right. No. People. I tell people all the time. I learned this last year. Panda bears technically were supposed to go extinct a while ago. Well, they're just not built right. They right. They're 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 they pe- eat the worst food. They well, they eat bamboo, but they're a bear. Yeah, bears aren't vegans. No, they eat pandas. Can eat meat. They can. They just chew. They they, they just choose they, not they, to. They surrounded themselves with bamboos. That's all they, they. That's all they eat now. Well, no, no. They in in captivity. Well, not well. Well, we well. I, I, I go into detail that, but like in the wild, they're not surrounded by bamboo. True. But they still choose not to eat the meat. Yeah. So technically, hence you supposed to die off. Yeah. But uh, you know, people China and other Asian people's uh, uh, countries are that uh, people save, like save pandas. The, save the panda. They like the way they they, they were cute. Yeah. So they were a good attraction at the zoo. So they stayed alive for strictly entertainment purposes. That's it. Because yeah. humans decided to just extend their expand. Yeah. But technically, because based on their behavior and their actions, they were supposed to die off a while ago. Yeah. So the NBA is the same way. If your actions get you to this point and you're not able to last, it sucks. It happened to Tracy McGrady. Yeah. Happened to Derrick Rose. Happened to Penny Hardaway. You're not, you know, happened to um Bill Walton. Yeah. Some guys just break down sooner. And you just got to hope that whatever you did during that time frame was enough to get you remembered. Yeah. Right? Um... But some, but the guys, I know guys think about the money and like, okay, if I can like stay, play, you know, 15, 20 years, we're saying it now with the Tony, Tony Snell story, he needs yeah. to sign with a team. I don't know if he, I think, is it, is the deadline over? Yeah, I think the deadline's um, over. To get, you know, to get the 10 year medical plan thing with the NBA. Like some guys are trying to lake it to get all those benefits, to get the money, to get all that kind of stuff. So I get it. Yeah. Right. Guys are, th- I think, I think guys are trying to stick around for money for the money aspect and, and just extend their careers from that lane and then. More so because for the love of the game, I truly believe that. Yeah. Um, but I do agree with the sentiment of I think the rule is fair. Um, and it sucks, but again, it's survival it's, of the guess, fittest. It I, sucks, but survival of the fittest. I, I, I'm not against them re- revising the rule. And and maybe there's a stipulation down the line. I think it's too early to do that because it's the first year this has happened. Unfortunately, this is the, kind of the worst case scenario of like, dang. But he was already missing a lot of games, too. So th- there was a possibility he missed this without the meniscus tear. Quick question. Yeah. It's a controversial one, but it just popped in my head right now. Because, do you think, taking the fact of what we know about the basketball culture from youth to now, 
do you think the NBA should be a little lenient on like performance enhancers and things of that nature? I could see, and I think the stipulation is definitely for recovery. If we are only using these drugs to get you back into a playing shape and then we kind of get you off of it because you're no, you're now healthy enough to play without it. I'm okay with that. Um, but it has to be, you know, it's got to be controlled and all that. But no, I'm, I'm saying the NBA, it should be like through yeah, the NBA. Yeah, it's got to be through the NBA, all of that. Like, here's what you can get. I'm okay with that. Because mm-hmm. that, that's how, that's, that's in reality, a lot of players, especially in American sports, that's the main reason they get busted mm-hmm. is because they're trying to recover from injury, from PEDs. True. Like, a lot of the busts. Um, Although, what the hell was Tristan Thompson taking it for? I don't know what Tristan Thompson was taking it for. I don't know what his problem was. <laughs> he wasn't even playing good with it. Some niggas just can't escape cheating, huh? Nah, yeah, he's just a cheater through and through. Niggas, I got to get it in somehow. I got to I gotta get it. I got to get my <laughs> cheating fixed somehow, damn it. Like, Tristan, what you doing? You probably go to the doctor. Yeah, I need these BD. Tristan, you on the bench. Eh. I need them. Yeah. <laughs> I got to do something. Right. The cheating itch is just in there, and I need to fill, I need to fill it with something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm single at the moment, so I can't cheat on nobody. <laughs> so I'll just cheat. Anyone, I'll cheat yeah. the game. Yeah, I better cheat the game, so. Uh, I just it sucks that it sucks that I technically. Do you think okay? And I'll end with this. We know Joel and B was most likely on pace to win the MVP. Yes. Do you think whether it's the MVP award or Defensive Player of the Year award or some of these other awards where we go, okay, yeah, he won it, but it was this guy who should have won it, but because of that rule, he didn't win it. Do you think that'll taint some of these awards going forward? I do think that will take the perception of the award. No matter, mm-hmm. Well, the award's always kind of going to get tainted because people are going to feel somebody gets cheated. Mm-hmm. Just, that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, we felt that Joel, that, that Joel didn't deserve it last year and that Jokic was the better player. So yeah. that's always going to be a conversation. I do think the injury clause does make it a lot more obvious for those types of conversations where it's like, yeah, he won it, but he played 60. He was supposed to get to 65 and he got to 60. And that feels that that does feel icky. I'm not gonna deny that feels icky. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, he was five games away from winning the MVP. That doesn't feel good. Um, but I mean, that's all, anyway. That's all we have for you guys today. Make you follow me on Facebook at Bryce Oding. Follow me on Instagram at Bryce Ohn Podcast. Bryce going to tell him. Follow me on Twitter, Bruce Leroy. And remember, you didn't hear from the horse's mouth. So listen to Asna Told You. We out. Peace. Peace.